Knox Game Design. December 2021. Particle Systems in Unity. Welcome everyone to Knox Game Design for December 2021. So this month we're going to be talking about particle systems and uh, specifically I'm going to limit this to particle systems in Unity. Uh, may come back later and do a similar talk on uh, like Game Maker and Godot and Unreal Engine. But to, right now we're just going to focus on Unity. So uh, exactly what are particle systems? Particle systems are, are a way to use images like sprites using a technique called billboarding where the sprite is always facing on a plane toward the camera. And you can make multiples of these uh, at once to give the appearance of like a fluid object um, such as gas and things like that. Uh, you can alter these particle systems over time. I'll be talking about some of the uh, modifications that you can make to particle systems over time to, to give them special effects. And um, yeah, so let's go ahead and yeah, so some of the things that you can uh, simulate with particle systems uh first of all one thing that i've done in the past is make clouds you can use like uh multiple particles to make a cloud look like it's it's fluffy and things like that and make liquids uh, i've used this for like a bottle pouring water out of a bottle so the water's going downward um, you can do gases and similar to clouds and vapors things like that and you can even do fire and flames uh, another common uh, thing you use particle systems for are explosions. Whenever a uh, object blows up, you can spawn off a particle system, make an explosion, and also fireworks because fireworks are whenever a firework explodes, it's composed of numerous little little particles. And typically, these are things that you just can't model with uh, a geometry or mesh things like that. So Unity has a built-in particle system that's ready to go. You just go into your uh, into the menu bar and select game object effects and particle systems. You should, uh, I parent this in under a uh, other game object, so it makes it easier to just destroy whenever you need to clean it up. But uh, yeah, it's it's good to go. It's just a component, and by default, it makes this little cone with these uh, little little sparkle uh, particle system objects. So. Yeah, so here it is right here. So the particle system's right there. And, and under the particle system, see if I can pull this down, you got lots of different options. Uh, and I'll be talking about some of these uh, through this talk down through there. But yeah, there it is, basic particle system. One nice thing, you can go over to scene and you can kind of play around with it here. See, see the actual planes for the particle system and the actual images right there up, up and close. You can like stop and play and change the speed. I usually don't deal with these too much, but if you do need to modify it, you can do it through there. But you can also see it in the game screen right there. So you see, press play right there to maximize. Uh, there it is. That's, that's the default out of the box particle system in Unity just to get you started. So the first modification I'll be talking about for a particle system is color over time. Uh, you can specify multiple colors for the particle system as the particle, each particle is created. It starts at one color and moves through transitions of multiple stops uh, to the ending color. Um, and also add transparency. So if you look at the, the stops here on the bottom, those are the different colors and the ones at the tops are the transparency right there. So. 
take a look at this in Unity, color over time, maximize on play. Yeah, so you see the particle system on the left right here. Uh, it starts as blue and goes to red, so it transitions through this magenta type color, purple magenta color. Uh, and then the one over here has four stops. So it starts at red, goes to orange, yellow, and then blue. And then also for that last uh, transition, also make the transparency uh, go from fully like opaque to transparent. So you can see on the one on the left, little uh, little particles just like disappear. But you can see the one on the, the right here, they just kind of slowly fade away. So yeah, if you just click on like particle system two and you scroll down and you just come over here to color over lifetime, you can see it gives you the color right there. Then you can bring it up here and see these actual stops right there. Transparency. And also make presets. You can reuse them. The next thing you can do with particle systems is have different shapes. Unity has many different shapes built in for generating these particle systems. Uh, I'm just showing off a few of them right here, but it actually has even more. But uh, the first one we looked at was a standard cone. Kind of looks like a little tornado. You could actually use this for, like, uh, if you have a, a jet engine and it's uh, putting smoke behind it or flames or whatever, uh, you can use the cone. Sphere, uh, it's in a 3D sphere. Hemisphere is kind of like an explosion on the ground. Uh, but it's flat on the bottom, round on the top. Uh, box is just a square. And circle is similar to a sphere, but it's on a flat plane. So here it is right here. So you got the cone, sphere, hemisphere, box, and circle. So if you actually go into minimize this, And go into the scene view. You can see them all here in the scene editor. So if you look at the sphere particle system, it's 3D like that. Then the circle is flat. And here's the square. So is bounded by a square box right there. So you can change those under um, shape right here, shape. And then you just click on the shape and do sphere, hemisphere. Maybe some of the other ones are like cone and specify a mesh, edge and rectangle. So another option for particle systems are burst. Uh, you can set like a burst interval, so the particles like are all generated at certain intervals. Um, and specify how many particles are included in each burst, and uh, you can set the burst spread to give you different uh, geometrical effects. So here's the First example right here, so you can see the first burst, it just does one at a time, then repeats. The second one does a burst, and then before it completes, it generates a second burst. 
I mean, specify this by the lifetime of the particle system and divide that by two or how many ever bursts you want within. And then here at the end, I have like these uh, specific distributed bursts. So you can get like one with two particles going 180 degrees apart, then one with four, kind of like in a diamond shape. And then here's one with eight, all evenly distributed. So you click here and you go down to emission, enabled by default, and here's like the one with just one particle system. At the time, you want it to start when the particle system is started, and the number of particles, how many times you want it to cycle, and some other, you know, actually set a probability whether you'll actually generate the particles or not. So that's just for one. So in the two bursts, then we have two burst defined so one at time zero and then one at time one and the first burst is going to have 500 and the second one's going to have 100 so the first burst is going to have more particles than the second uh burst and here's like where you set the start lifetime up in the particle system here or two so halfway between would be one and then i have these final three particle systems i actually colored these red uh green and a light blue cyan color. So here's where you can get into the emission. And for the first one, I only want to spawn two particles. And then you can come down here under shape and then set the spread. And the spread is going to be the number of particles, which is uh, two. So you do one divided by two, gives you 0.5. Uh, for the second one with four, we're going to emit four, and then for the burst spread, we're going to divide one by four to give you 0.25. Now, you can actually even have more, but this is, the 0.25 is just around a circle, unit circle, or around a circle of length one, how often is a particle going to appear? So it can only be from like zero to one. And here's the one for eight particles, so we're going to emit eight particles right there and then the shape going to do the burst spread and then we're going to do one divided by eight which is 0.125 so you could actually do like 16 and you'll get double the particles right here that are emitted you can even add custom textures though by default unity uses that little blurry dot but uh, I went in and created <laughs> some, some custom textures to show how it's done. So I actually did the Lucky Charms, uh, Lucky Charms of Marshmallows. Um, so the way you do this is you create a Im transparent image. I use GIMP. Uh, you export that. I always use PNG into a format that supports transparency if you want transparency in your particle, which probably most people want transparency in their particle. Uh, then you create a new material, you set the the uh, albedo setting to that material. You want to make sure if you're using custom colors, you leave the set to white. Uh, set the rendering mode to cut out. If you leave it as opaque, then it, you're going to see like a square with black background instead of, transparency, instead of the transparent color. And uh, then you assign that material to under the render section and that's where i mentioned about uh 
transparent. So here's the custom textures. Got orange stars, yellow moons, green clovers, blue or light blue, diamonds, and pink hearts. So just show where all this is set. So the, these are my textures here, the, <coughs> the PNG files that I imported. Also, I actually have the GIMPXCF files as well. But uh, you want to convert, make sure that the, the transparency is set for these. Got the different settings over here. So yeah, I'm just using these in the default texture type right here. And then if you go over to the materials that I created, uh, actually it starts out as a standard. So you set, you just click here next to Albedo and select your, your material, which is a star, and then make sure you change the opaque to cutout. Uh, but there's one more trick. So after you do that, then you got to switch it over to a bright default. That's what I use. Yeah, sprite default. There's also uh, like other shaders you can use, but it seems like the def sprite default works. If you don't do that, then you'll also not be able to apply the color effects or the transparency effects, things like that. So for each of these, so for like the moon, you can, I just reuse some of the other options such as color. So it goes from yellow. So it goes from yellow to yellow, but transparency goes from full then to still full and then to zero. So it stays fully opaque until 72.6 along the way. And then it goes transparent. And the last one I'll talk about is size over time. Uh, so the nice thing about this, there's actually a curve editor you can use with size over time. Uh, you can either use like a linear uh, change in size, or you can do, there's some different curves that you can apply. Yeah, so this is size over time. So you can see the one on the far left, they start out really small, then they get large. And then they just disappear after the lifetime is over. So that might be where you might want to use some transparency unless you want that kind of popping effect. Then you, The second one right here is large to small. They start out large and then get itty-bitty itty tiny. And then there, there's some other ones you can use, such as like a loop or a ping pong. This is ping pong. So they start small, then they get big, and then they get small again. So here's the small to large. So this is all under size over lifetime. Just expand that out and this is the size you can select. You can actually specify different different axes. Um, if you want like the particles to get like skinny to large on the X or large to skinny or large to tall to short on the Y, you can do that by specifying separate axes. But I'm just right here using the particle curve. And they got the presets down here. 
But if you want to change the curve, just click on one of those presets. Or you can kind of, I don't know if you can click on the middle, but you can uh, pull down these handles right here to move the, the curve however you need it. And you can actually go above. Yeah, so, you, so if you click here, double click, you can actually change that to five. So if you want the particle five times as big, that's one thing I, I learned recently. Um, and then just to show off this last one right here, here's the ping pong size over lifetime. So it kind of starts small, then goes up this curve and then gets to the top and then goes back down. So one thing you got to watch out for this one, say if you click on like this curve right here and click on the little gear over here and get it like ping pong. But the one thing you got to do is click on the end and then drag it over to halfway to get that full curve. And unless you repeat, so if you want two curves, you can do it like that. Just keep pulling it over. That way it'll start small, get big, get small again, then get big again, get small again. Yeah, there's a few other options. Uh, Pre-warm, and the, all these options are under the main uh, particle system area right here. So Pre-warm, that makes it so whenever this particle system is instantiated, then it's it acts like it's already ran one loop. So it's just there. It doesn't start from the, the mission point. It's just like you already got, got it running, which is nice in some cases. Uh, looping, if you just want, to, want it played once, uh, then you unselect looping. But typically I have looping on. Uh, start size, if you want to specify the starting size of the particles, uh, you can use that start size right here if you want them a lot bigger. Um, but beware if you're using that size over a lifetime. So let's go back to the first one. So here's our basic particle system. So they're kind of itty-bitty small. Not itty-bitty, but kind of small. So if we want them a lot bigger and Changed it to like 10, this a lot bigger. So that this actually look, kind of looks like a smokestack or, or something here now once you increase that. But yeah, it, it doesn't work if you have that size over a lifetime specified. And then start color. If you don't set the starting color, then you just set it right here. Change it to whatever. You can actually use this color wheel, move it around. And I'm not going to get into it, but I believe you can actually programmatically change these values if you want. If you want to do that, I think you can do that. But there's a lot of options like gravity and changing the rotation of the particles so they spin as as they're emitted. And I didn't. I only talked about a few of these uh, options, but you can add noise and collisions, like part of physics properties, and you can also change like the render option, minimum particle size, maximum size, like that. Yeah, so that's going to be it for Knox Game Design for December 2021. Yeah, I made this one a little bit shorter. Uh, maybe break these up a little bit more and maybe talk about uh, particle systems and other gaming framework, game development frameworks. Uh, in later months but uh, yeah appreciate everyone listening and watching and everyone have a, a safe 
and wonderful Christmas and New Year, and we'll see everyone back in 2022.